Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sandball Podcast Network. Welcome to another installation of Whitlock and the Vaughn, a fantasy basketball podcast presented by Fanball. As always, I'm your host, Aaron Whitlock, or as some like to call me, the Chauncey Billups of podcasting, (laughs) a.k.a. Mr. Big Pod, all right? People say that. They definitely do. <laughs> Returning, as you can hear on the other side, from Belize, fresh off the plane. Konnichiwa, Ooh. bitches, turn around another plane. His passport on pivot. A warm welcome to my esteemed co-host, John Corvervon. It's good to be back. Good to be back in uh, good old Collinsville, Connecticut. I wanted to make a comment about you being back in the Northern Hemisphere, but then it turns out Belize is actually in both the Southern and Northern Hemisphere. So, really? Yeah. I, don't I know. actually didn't even know that until I, you just brought it up. I didn't know wow. it until I Googled it. So huh. I don't know what part you were in. You could have stayed in the Northern Hemisphere the I could whole have time. been in both, I think. I very well could have been in both. Now, JK, if you could if you could give a stand so, up for the camera yep, real quick. Absolutely. I... Uh, I'm positing that J.K. He claims that he went uh, on vacation just, you know, to to relax. But I think he was doing a little bit of research there. I think he was trying to find the edge of the earth while he was. Could you, when you were up in the plane, J.K., were you able to? Uh, were you able to see the edge of the uh, edge of the world? Yep, uh, I was able to see it. I was like, I was on a mission. I was like Ponce de Leon, finding the fountain of youth. I was determined to find the edge of the earth. Well, if Kyrie's not going to do it, at least it's good that he's got you. I'm out there, you know, uh, putting the footwork in, putting the work. <laughs> Just doing the legwork. Yeah, doing the legwork. Doing what the millionaires want. Doing the JK, research. On his yeah. own dime. There's no, there's no real photos of, the, of planet Earth. Yeah. <laughs> they, no, don't, they don't not, exist. They don't exist. Well, I'm glad you're back, JK. I'm glad you got that truth for us. Uh, we got to give a shout out to Dan S. for the idea of the Flat Earth shirt. That was fantastic. Yes. Uh, Anybody who's listening uh, or who has listened, if you've got any ideas for the bets, for segments in the show, we're, we're welcome to ideas, and uh, we'll give you a shout-out if they get on the air. Uh, so with that, let's get right into our swish and brick. Why even wait? Yeah. All right. An uh, entertaining week. It it has been. It's been a really entertaining week. So I'm going to go. My swish is uh, is all of the, uh, the Arthur love in the NBA. I never, I mean, even when Arthur got so hot as a meme last year, I never thought it would take over the NBA like it has. <laughs> and it's like hotly contested now. It's like, no, 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 we own Arthur. So so it started with the Boston Celtics, right? They tweet out shortly after LeBron, you know, he has this whole mm-hmm. mood thing, and then the, the the Cavaliers sort of adopted that as a whole. Everybody's, you know, tweeting out, posting from their Instagram pictures, Arthur memes. And then Boston, you know, they come in with this video, and it says, you know, hey, Cleveland, I'm from Boston. You know, <laughs> the, the, the author of or the creator of Arthur is – is from Boston, okay. I guess. Uh, 
which started some controversy online because apparently they whitewashed Arthur. I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> Did the, no. Oh, it was. What? There was a legit Twitter storm going on because <laughs> Arthur was like a couple shades lighter. In oh this, no, you don't want to do that. In the no. Celtics no. meme. Uh-uh. I, Oh dear! Never thought I would see a yeah, yeah Twitter Twitter get all caught up in <laughs> in the, the shade of Arthur, but the shade of Arthur of a of a fictional armadillo. But you know who's loving all these Arthur references now? PBS. Hmm. Can't beat be it for killing people, the ratings. You know what? Arthur, not that great of a cartoon. Uh, yeah, so so yeah. It wasn't wasn't wasn't. It's not a top good, five. No. Wasn't like, like come home and sit down from school and watch Arthur. Oh that yeah, was definitely, I gotta watch Arthur. No. Yeah, no, that wasn't that, that didn't make the list. It's more probably like, not even in the top ten to be honest. No, no, it's more like it's on. So whatever. Yeah. If you were I, home from school sick, that's when you catch up on your Arthur. You get a little Arthur. Yep, yeah, absolutely. So after the uh, the Cavs win on Friday over the Clippers, they actually played the Arthur theme song Fantastic. over the. Uh, over the loudspeaker, uh, I, I just like the 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 ongoing. Uh, I want to say, I, I, what's the word for contest? I don't, I don't have, I don't have it. I want to say contestion. That's not a word. Contestion <laughs> is not. We a just word. made it one here. I would lock in the ball. Contestion. World is flat. Contestion. <laughs> over over the uh, Webster. Hope you're listening. <laughs> tune in. You're gonna hear a lot of five dollar words on this podcast. You learn a thing or two. Okay. We're just schooling you up. Geography, we got you covered. Literature, Scrabble arts. with aunts and uncles for Thanksgiving is coming up. You're going to want to hear, listen up. Get those words loaded up. You're going to want up. that word in there. To, Family tell, games are approaching rapidly. Tell your drunk uncle, contestion, absolutely a real thing. Not to be confused with contagion. All right, that's plenty enough time on that. JK, what do you, what do you got All right, I'll go us? to my swish. My swish is going to be Joel Embiid, who's unequivocally the king of Twitter in the NBA. Uh, last Wednesday... They go to L.A. There was a lot of beef between him and LeVar, the tweet stuff. Uh, he goes off. They win. Four, he goes off for 46 points, 15 rebounds, 7 assists, 7 blocks. Uh, was was unsure if he was going to play, you know, dealing with the conditioning and the knee stuff. And he gave an interview uh, after the game to the NBC Sports Philadelphia, and she kind of asked a question, and his answer is, is muscleless in here. I'm going to play it for you here right now. What are you at now, big boy? Uh, you know, he's got a little bit up. Uh, they walking on my foundation, so I'll say it did. No, 69%. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And B just just going all, just taking it in on the interview. Just unbelievable. Now, what the difference, because you know what this instantly reminded me of was uh, was Dwight Howard. I can't remember if it was last year or two years ago. When the inter- same thing after the game interviewer, and it's a woman interviewing him. And his his thing was all about, he's like, oh, yeah, we just, we had that D. We had that, oh, we, yeah, we yeah, played yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Dwight laughs at his own joke. Dwight ruins it yes. by he's smiling through yes. the whole thing. And B did that completely straight-faced. Yeah. Just, just played it uh, very dry, very dry. The, the D thing is too obvious, too. Like, that's just, it's so, like, you know what I mean? Like, the 69% was, was you didn't see it coming from, you didn't see, you did not see it coming in that interview, and he just sl- slides it in there, straight-faced interview, doesn't laugh, doesn't chuckle, just, and he thinks about it, and just, it's on point, it's witty. Right, well, and you can kind of tell that he just, because he starts to say, like, 50-something, like, it yeah. just comes to him like, oh, hey, I could work a 69 in here. Yes, absolutely. Yep. And I'm going to. It wasn't yep. pre-planned before no. the interview. No, that's what was so great about it, yeah. Because, yeah, Dwight's starting to laugh in his, before he even gets it out of his mouth. Like, he came into that interview, like, hey, I'm going to say, yep. I'm going to say absolutely. the D. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally lame. That's totally lame. It's the difference this between Dwight, way, Dwight and Embiid. <laughs> that's why everyone loves Embiid and everyone hates Dwight. 
plain and simple. <laughs> so yeah, my swish and bead sixty nine. Nice. All right, <laughs> my brick is going to be Carl Anthony Towns, big cat. He's talking about he agrees with uh, with David Stern. The mm-hmm. mar- medical marijuana should be legalized in the NBA. Mm-hmm. It's a hot topic. It's a slippery slope, Carl. All right, you can't just be taking the devil's lettuce lightly. All right, that's. <laughs> It's ruined many lives. I know a couple people who have injected one whole marijuana. They're not around today, all right? It's, it's dangerous. Uh, there's been a bunch of NBA guys, right? Delonte? Delonte West, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm trying to think of like my what's my power power rankings of NBA players who definitely smoke weed. Uh, Anthony Randolph, I think. Anthony Rudolph? Well, Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph, yeah, just got arrested just for it. Just yeah. arrested, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I want to say Matt Barnes is on that list. Yep. Um, Lamar Odom, God. Oh, God. Well, I mean, that escalated from weed, but it had to. It started. Lamar Odom should maybe go yeah. back to the weed. <laughs> Stick to the weed. The weed. Uh, I honestly actually don't have a problem with the, uh, if they wanted to uh, legalize it, as long as the players aren't using it on the court, i I don't really have an issue if that's what. That's they're... the thing. It's like how do you, how do you, police that? You know what I mean. You can't do it twelve hours before a game because you know what I mean. It's just gonna be tough. Yeah, to police. And... I agree. Like, it helps with joints and hips and backs and all that stuff. But at some point, like if you're doing it during the season, when does it affect your performance on the court? Yeah, and he mentioned you do it at a ten o'clock. You know, do it at midnight. You got to get up, do shoot around, morning, all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's. Yeah, and he definitely mentions, like, he doesn't, uh, I can't remember his exact wording, but that, that he doesn't expect players to be smoking it, that there would be other ways of basically just getting the the medical properties, whether it's... Health, uh, the THC. Yeah, whether yeah. they're doing it, I think they can do, like, drops, liquid, okay. or doing it in a food, so okay. that at least, you know, th- these are top-notch athletes where you can't really be damaging and they get, your lungs. Yeah. And you got doctors, too, who probably can monitor it, so they can probably say, hey, this is a safe amount that's not going to affect your performance, I'd imagine. Yeah, I, I don't know that there's really enough research done to know whether it's truly beneficial or anything other than just pain relief. But at the same time, we have an o- opioid crisis, so yeah, I don't know that it can be worse than basically synthetic heroin. Does any any sport allow it? I don't even think. Does the CFL allow it? I don't think they do either. No, I think the, if the NBA were to... They'd be the first ones. They'd be the first major sporting league at the very least. Well, Alex, how about the... Uh, does the... Uh, What's the gaming league? Esports. 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 Everything goes except for Adderall. Oh, wow. Ah, ah. See that? So, yeah. So, everything so goes. Far. But I feel like weed would sl- that would That wouldn't yeah, be good you, idea. No, that's you know, a very bad idea. Yeah. But, like, if you want to smoke some on the down low, and then once the games are over, you know, just chill out, <laughs> chill stream. Out. In the know. locker room. There's back. definitely some well-known personalities with red eyes. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So, wait. So, wait. Everything but Adderall? Like, you, cocaine is on the table for esports? I mean, like, I'm sure... I'm sure not, but like that would yeah. Well, that has been the only problem so far. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. All right, what do you got for us for? Oh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go off here, people. This is unbelievable. <laughs> Yesterday, I'm enjoying my day. You know, I, the Browns are the only ones that can ruin my Sunday. <laughs> they're the only team that can they can they're the only thing that can ruin my Sunday. Which they have for all season. They're pretty good at that. But I go on ESPN.com yesterday and I see something unbelievable. David Lee, now former NBA player, announces his retirement from the NBA. <laughs> well, how about that, David Lee? David Lee's been in the news recently and now recently engaged to Caroline Wozniacki. This guy is my number one enemy 
He's an <laughs> idiot and a moron and a hack, and his career has been overrated from the top. I'm going to give you some stats. Played for the Spurs last year. Had a decent year with the Spurs. Came off the bench, played 18 minutes. Had a player option. I've been re- did some research online. I saw he turned down the player option at the end of the season after spraining his patella tendon knee. So teams knew that he had a knee injury going into it. Sprains his knee, turns down free money, two point three million or one point six million, depending on where you read it. CBS had two point three. The beat writer for San Antonio had one point six. So he turns down one point six million. Doesn't get a sniff, a sniff in the off season. And all of a sudden now we're not hearing about David Lee and he decides to fake retire, fake news, announce his retirement from the NBA when really no one was going to sign him, period. <laughs> right off into the sunset. Right off into the sunset. And everyone's like, oh, he had a great career. He's old. He's old. He got drafted in 2005. He's only 34 years old. Here's the draft class from that year that are still in the league. Andrew Boga with the Lakers, Marvin Williams with the Hornets, CP3 with the Rockets, Raymond Felton with the Thunder, Channing Fry with the Cavs, Jared Jack with the Knicks, CJ Miles with Toronto, Ersan Ilya Silva with the Hawks, Amir Johnson with the 76ers, Marcin Gortat with the Wizards. Ten guys from that draft class are still playing in the NBA. Still collecting and checks. And he thinks, oh, I'm old. I can't, oh, you know, it's, I'm too old for this. Ten guys are still collecting checks. But yet you turned down $1.6 million because you thought you were going to get a better deal and then no one came calling. So then you announced your retirement to pretend to go off on your own terms. You didn't go off on your own terms. Yeah, no, you, you, you didn't go off on your own terms. No one called you. That's why you're not in the NBA. Not because you retired. No one called you. I'm also announcing, I'm taking this moment to announce my retirement from uh, the Mike and Mike show. I won't <laughs> yes. be doing that anymore. Yes. Uh, exactly. Very sad. Hurts my heart. And I've, I've sent you the screenshots. He's the cheesiest dude on Instagram. <laughs> Number one cheesiest dude on Instagram. So th- he just got engaged with Caroline Wozniacki. Here are two quote-for-quote comments on her post. This is the one right after she posted her engagement. I love you so much, my fiancé, three exclamation points, can't wait to spend the rest of my life with you. People who who go out of their way to use fiancé are the worst. Disgusting. The worst guy, they're the worst guys ever. The worst. You, everybody knows at least one guy who just like, for that year, just can't wait to get fiancé out of their mouth every other, oh, Oh. I'm checking into the hotel with my fiancé. My fiancé, yeah, my fiancé, my fiancé. I've got a dinner reservation for me and my fiancé. Unbelievable. And then, and then... Uh, here's another one, quote unquote. That makes she's like, oh, I'm so excited to spend the rest of my life with you. Blah blah blah. She goes, that makes two of us so excited to live white life with you. I love you, fiance. Just oh. disgusting, disgusting. Oh. I'm embarrassed that he's a part of the male race. Yeah, embarrassed. Now he also he was uh, he was getting some uh, we think some money off of his engagement ring, right? Because he was also yeah, he, pimping he, that out. He tweeted out the ring and then he tagged the jeweler who he bought the ring from in the Instagram post. So I'm assuming that he got a kickback because, I mean, everyone's going to see that post when he tags Wozniacki and himself. That's yeah, millions of followers. Everyone's going to run to that jewelry account. Yeah, so he definitely got a kickback on that. That's yeah. <laughs> That's such a dirtbag move for an NBA millionaire. Awful. And here's I did a little research. Overall win-loss record. I know it's not like baseball where pitchers, but here it is. 447 and 501 was his overall win-loss record. He was a clear 50 games below 500. His plus-minus was negative 0.2 per 100 possessions in his career. It's pretty bad. Awful. It's pretty bad. Now, Awful. I, I agree with everything you've said, but I feel like the people do need to know the real source of your hatred for David Lee. He, he conned himself. First of all, I'm just... <laughs> so, <laughs> one, of my, one of my celebrity crushes is Carolina Wozniacki, and he conned himself into into getting with her 
He conned her into getting with her. They met at a charity event. I am convinced that he saw she was going to the charity event because she got dumped by Roy, so she's a little bit vulnerable. Obviously, any girl yeah. that gets engaged it's is tough. two steps away from the wedding. Tough spot. Gets dumped. You know, the next step is, you know, trying to find Mr. Right again. So he sees it. She's going to a charity event. He probably made like a, a crazy amount donation just to get to that charity event, just to be VIP, just so we can meet Caroline Wozniacki and get the end. David Lee just vulturing. 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 Absolute vulture. <laughs> like stealing a vulture TD in fantasy. Wozniacki, or Lee is just vultured Wozniacki. <sighs> Unbelievable. And here's the worst part about it is, and this is my last thought. In this, We haven't seen the last of David Lee. You want to know why? I'm a tennis fan. I watch the U.S. Open, the Wimbledon, the French Open, the Australian Open. Every time Wozniacki plays, they show the box of the players. And every time they're going to pan to Caroline Wozniacki's box, there's going to be lanky, <laughs> goofy-ass David Lee. And the announcer's Chris Everett's going to be like, oh, there's David Lee, Caroline's recent fiancé. Oh, they're, they're such a great couple. They're Whoa, such a great couple. God. Johnny Mack's going to chime in. Oh, yeah, David Lee, I saw him courtside the Knicks, MSG. He's pretty good. All-star back in 9 and 10 when they were 29 and 53. <laughs> He's averaging a double-double. We haven't seen the last of David Lee, and that infuriates me even more. He oh. fake. that's my last, here it is. He fake retired. He was never going to play again, no matter if he said he was retiring or not. He was never playing again in the NBA. He decided to announce his retirement. Oh, man. Rant that was over. the hottest take I've ever heard. That Rant was over. I didn't know a David Lee take that hot could exist. Yeah. Whew, I hope you feel I better. I may be the only guy on the planet who was sick enough to <laughs> eviscerate David Lee. That fired up over Caroline Wozniacki and... Let me get ESPN one more quote. This is ESPN article that I was talking about on ESPN. Last quote, I promise. Quote, unquote, often the best player on teams that were not very good. That was his explanation of his wow. career. Wow. You want that in your retirement article? Put that often on your, the uh, best player on teams that were not very good. David Lee's a forgotten NBA player within. He should have just rolled off into the sunset. None of those guys, Danny Granger, he never retired. Rashawn McCants, you never heard retirement announcements from them. Right. You have to be a certain level good to be a retirement announcement. Well, especially That's at this point, point in the season. It's one thing if you if you'd have yes. said no to that Spurs deal and said no, I'm retiring. I'm retiring. I would have been okay. Like, even if he, then you have some dignity. Even if he accepts the money, the fact that he turned down the money even blows me away. You accept the money, they cut you, you see if you get a deal, it's look, looking like you're not going to get a deal, retire. At least you got the $1.6 million. You can't over a month into the season when, no, like you said, nobody's, nobody's interested. Nobody's say, interested in you. Yeah, I'm retiring. Yeah, like, I'm retiring. No. no shit, you're retiring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the, the, the Captain Obvious... It's that or go play basketball in China. Like, what else are you going to do? You have no other option. Yeah. So that's my David Lee rant. I'm sorry that took a while. I had to get that off my chest. It's been bothering me for a long time. You won't get better David Lee coverage anywhere. <laughs> right here. <laughs> all right, we're on to our studs and duds. We got a shortened week, so that's right. We've been uh, we've been fighting for this info all day for you. So it looks like we can more or less confirm that Tuesdays, mm-hmm. we've only got one game on Tuesday, so due to compliance reasons, we can't do a single contest on that, but it will get rolled into Wednesday's contest. So it'll okay, be a nice. Tuesday-Wednesday combo, and here's how it'll work. Um, the Bulls and Lakers players will count in their games on Tuesday, so any player you're taking those games will count Tuesday, not Wednesday. So Lakers won't be available against Sacramento. You can still get Kings players just can't get Lakers in that matchup. And same thing, you can get Utah Jazz players. You can get my boy Donovan Mitchell. Mm -hmm. Just no Bulls players. So that's what we're looking at. So we're going to jump right into Wednesday then. um, And I will lead us off. And, oh, my God, I... Mm, I can't believe I'm going to do this. but rolling into one rant to another rant. I like it. Here we go. Lonzo Ball is going to be my stud against the Chicago Bulls. 
Now, lost in the lunacy of his father and all everything he has to say, his awful shooting percentage and his brother's sticky fingers, is the fact that Lonzo has had some <laughs> some massive games. Oh. And at this price point, it's it's hard to find that. Uh, he's coming in at 6,200 right now. And I know he's had some big duds too, but he's had games of 57, 60, and 71 fanball points this season. Ooh. And for a guy who you only need, you're looking for 30 to 35 to justify the value, that's pretty incredible. Now, the common thread in those games is some really bad opponents, right? Yep. Uh, you got the Bucks, the Nuggets, and the Suns. And <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> what a list. Yeah. Uh, those are the th- three teams that he had those massive performances against, and they rank respectively 25th, 28th, and 29th in terms of fantasy points allowed wow. to point guards. Brutal. Brutal. That's bad. And if and and you can see where this is going, the Chicago Bulls giving up an average of fifty six fanball points per game to opposing opposing point guards. That is the fourth most in the NBA. I absolutely think Lonzo can beat up on this team. The Bulls are giving up eleven assists per game, second most in the league, which is huge because even if Lonzo doesn't score, if he can rack up some assists, get yep. some rebounds. Yep. Had career high sixteen rebounds on the last triple double. Absolutely. Um. So as much as it, it pains me to recommend Alonzo, we gotta we gotta touch on this now that we're here, which is the whole Donald Trump LeVar Ball oh, feud. Jesus Christ. Oh man, the so the internet's encouraging this to the high it's unbelievable. So we already know Leangelo caught stealing in China. He's back. Other UCL players back. Donald Trump's kind of taking credit for getting them back. So LeVar Ball in response to this said who, when asked about it, referring to Donald Trump said, what was he over there for? Don't tell me nothing. Everybody wants to make it seem like he helped me out. Mm. You know that's going to draw a response. And of course, Donald Trump then took to Twitter to say, shoplifting is a very big deal in China, as it should be, five to ten years in jail. But <laughs> but not to Father LeVar. Should have gotten his son out during my next trip to China instead. China told them why they were released. Very ungrateful. Jesus. I, this is. Do you think Donald Trump has any idea who LeVar really is? Like how big of a deal he's kind of become in the NBA circles? I don't think he does. No. I, no. I, don't think I think people have, people around him have probably informed him that he's kind of a loudmouth guy, but I don't think he, I mean, he thinks he's king of everything, Trump. So I think he thinks LeVar is just small potatoes. And I don't, I just don't think he's fully, I, I would hope he has other things to be, Oh yeah, and you're right. He can't be like you know scouring Twitter for LeVar Ball, you know, popping up in media and interviews and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Got- I, big baller brand should be the least of his <laughs> yeah. concerns, but I don't think he, he knows how much he's bitten off here because <laughs> at least that, I think that's very true. In this arena, LeVar Ball is kind of hard to uh, to take down. He's he's not going to back down from this. No way. He's actually coming on. If you're listening, if you're watching Periscope, he's coming on CNN tonight. You oh. saw it before he came on. So this is Monday. If you. <laughs> pre-record or go back and watch it if you're listening to us on Tuesday. But yeah, CNN on Monday night. This is like uh, this is like Muto versus Gonzala, and I'm Ken Watanabe, and I'm just, you know what? Let them fight. <laughs> let, let them fight. And I and I can't fight believe this, but death. I think LeVar is like Godzilla in this in this analogy. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Borderline. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out, that's see. for sure. And the last thing I'll say about it, which is, did you know LeVar is uh, is doing some plugs for, I won't name names, but doing plugs for another fantasy sports company? Did you know that? 
No. Yeah, if you go on the Twitter, if you go on the twitter.com, he's uh he's doing some little uh little spots for a pretty big <sighs> God, name fantasy that's... site which I think should tell you all you need to know about where you should be putting your dollars, yes. which is that's right a... here at Fanball, not the other guys. That's right. All right, my dud. <clears throat> my dud for Wednesday, Kevin Durant. Ooh. Checking in at 9300 facing his old team for the first time this uh-huh. season, the new look Oklahoma City Thunder. Now, he's nursing a sprained right ankle right now that caused him to miss Sunday's game against the Nets already. They do expect him to be ready to go for this game. But here's the thing with Kevin. He hasn't exceeded 50 fan ball points once in his seven games this month. Now, at his price, he needs to hit about 51. He's been close. He's been at 48. He's been at 49. But if I'm paying up that much, I'd like my my true stud to have a little bit higher of a ceiling, to know that they can hit 50, 60. And I'm not saying Kevin can't, but he certainly hasn't done it this month. Mm-mm. Now, it's going to be especially tough against OKC, who's giving up just 28 fanball points to small forwards. It's the fewest in the league. And I would imagine that OKC will be a little more dialed up for this game. I know... Russ will be, yeah. At least Russell and some of those guys who have been there. I know George and Carmelo are sort of new to this rivalry, yeah. but... Adams. Being a teammate of Russell, I think they understand what it means to him, what it would mean to to beat them and it's at Oklahoma city as well. So I think emotions a little bit high still. I I know it's been a year. I know he's already played. He's gone back, but you can believe that crowd is going to be raucous. And then two games against the Pacers the year before, uh, last year didn't break 50. Kevin Durant didn't break 50 fan ball points in either of those two matchups. Again, 46, but still not quite hitting the value. Yeah. It's going against George with the Indiana last year. Exactly. Yes. George, very good on defense. Uh, that's where I'm going. No Thursday games. So. And he's got an ankle coming off an ankle injury too, isn't Brained he? ankle. Yep. Okay. Missed Sunday's game. Yep. So that's that probably won't be 100. percent Seems unlikely. Yeah. I, again, I think he'll play. Probably not 100. percent No games on Turkey Day. It's NFL's exclusively. Give us Friday. Aaron's Lions versus Vikings will be on Turkey Day. That'll be a good one. Huge game. Uh, Friday. So this is an odd game here, folks. Uh, Friday, Portland is at Brooklyn. It's a noon game on Friday. Maybe the only noon game on Friday of the whole year. But I'm still going with, with Dame. Dame time. Damian Lillard playing against the Nets. Uh, he's 8,600 right now. Uh, Nets are without D'Angelo Russell now for an undetermined amount of time after Russell had knee surgery. Yep. Uh, since in the Nets' last five games, Sands-Russell, they're giving up 61 fanball points a night to point guards, third worst in fanball in the last five games. They just gave up 39 points to Curry on Sunday. So they're, they seem to be just getting killed by opposing point guards. Yep. Uh, Nets are obviously number one at pace still, even without Russell. And last season, he went for 34 and 45 fan ball points against the Nets, and that included a double-double. Uh, and you don't have to worry about a turkey trip tonight hangover for Damian Lillard. Do you want to know why? You tell. Because he went vegan. In the offseason, he went vegan. Really? Dame went vegan. Kyrie went vegan. Bleach Report I had a big article on it. I was reading up on it a couple of days ago. So Dame won't have the turkey, sleepy turkey hangover. He's a <laughs> vegan. So go with Dame. Thursday, Friday, noon game against the Nets. Man. Uh, also, the Nets, the refs were working that Nets game. They better look out. Because that surface <laughs> almost caused a Twitter, caused an act, and it did cause a, uh, an absolute great, great video. Uh, if you go to our Fanball or our Whitlock and the Vaughn account, uh, Twitter account, at Fanball underscore WATV, we retweeted it right here. Nets Celtics game last week. Ref just tripped over his own feet, and it was just awful, awful. He, he ate shit so Oh, hard. my God, he ate it so hard. 
Let's hope the refs on Friday don't uh, eat too much tryptophan and trip over themselves. Ooh, See what I did there? See what I did there? <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, that, that was awful. Yeah, that was awful. I want to punch so, both of us. <laughs> Friday stud. Uh, Friday dud is going to be my – Yeah, I've liked him a little bit this year, a couple spots, but I don't like him on Friday. Nickel – Nikola Vucevic Ooh, going against, going against Boston Celtics, uh, 6,700 on Friday. Horford's having a great, great season defensively. I actually saw it earlier this morning. Projections for MVP and all that stuff. Defensive player of the year, Al Horford. Wow. Projected at this point in the year, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's like ninth in the NBA in defensive rating. He's got the ninth best defensive rating. The Celtics have the best defensive rate, number one defensive rating as a team at 95. Good for Al. And they're shutting down centers. They're only allowing 33 fan ball points a game to centers. That's third best. Um yeah, I don't like Vucevic against Horford on Friday. Also, Frank Vogel had better watch out <laughs> because he got shook a couple nights ago against Dame. Yeah, shook from the sideline. Shook from the sideline. Dame was at the top of the key. Vogel was so shook by Dame's crossover <laughs> handles, tripped over his own feet and fell on the sideline. And Kyrie has the best handles in the NBA. So if you fall for Dame, you're definitely going to fall for Kyrie. So Vogel better lace those dress shoes up tight. And look out, because Kyrie's going to be coming in hot. Better. He hasn't taken a fall that hard since since, <laughs> since Larry Bird <laughs> dropped his ass as coach of the Pacers. <laughs> That's ice cold. Ice cold. Oh. And I think I go to Saturday, too. Yeah, I have Saturday. Saturday. Stud. I'm going to go with Chris Paul. CP3. Uh, playing against the Knicks on Saturday at Madison Square Garden. He's only 6,300 because he missed basically a month of the year. Played the first game, missed. Came back and has played two games since. Been playing 20 to 25 minutes a game. Uh, Knicks are top 10 worst in defending opposing point cards and fan ball. They're ranked 25th in the NBA defensive rating, and he's still really affordable at 6300 Really affordable. He's already had a double-double since coming back. If you look at his price range, here are the guys. I looked at the slate for tonight. Here are the guys that he's ranked that priced with. Dennis Smith Jr. is at 6300 Drew Holiday is at 6300 Ricky Rubio is at 6200 Jeff Teague's at 6,400. So he's grouped in with those guys, and he's considerably, considerably better than them. Yeah, especially... He's a double-double machine. I think he started the season around eight. Yeah. Eight or nine. He's come all the way down. So at this price, against the Knicks at MSG, I like Paul as my stud on Saturday. My dud's going to be John Wall versus Portland Trailblazers. Uh, he's sitting at, I think, 8,700. Sounds right. And he's been banged up recently. He missed Sunday's game. He killed you. and uh, You had him in the Daily article. He killed you. Yep. Only went for eight points on Friday, three of 12 shooting. Sunday didn't play. He's got a knee injury. They're saying there's some loose fluid fluid in his knee, which isn't good. You don't want that. Outside of the injuries, though, he's banged up. It's a tough matchup. Uh, Dame and the Trailblazers are second in the league in defensive rating behind Boston, and they're slow. They're the 24th in pace. Walls likes to play it fast. He's top 10 in pace. I think he averages around three and a half fast break points a game, so I don't like Wall on Saturday against Portland. I gotta I'll throw out a quick apology to Alex. Alex, if you're out there, I gave you some bad advice on Friday. There, you tweeted <laughs> out to the account. You said, "Hey, can you give me some help here? The article's not I up." Killed you. I said, "Hey, take John Wall. That was terrible." I did. I think I gave you Donovan Mitchell, which was a pretty good play. That, that was night, a good but one. Yeah. I screwed John John Wall, and I am sorry. I will try not to lead you astray again. All right, on to Sunday. We got a limited slate, only three games. Uh, I'm going with. Goran Dragic is my stud, 6,200. It's been an up-and-down month for Dragic. Uh, he's only hit his value in four out of ten games in November, but one of them did so happen to come against the Chicago Bulls to start Ooh, the month. Scored okay. 37 and a half. 
Uh, we touched on this a little bit earlier already with Lonzo, but Chicago is terrible against the point guards, giving up 56 fan ball points a game, fourth mm-hmm. worst in the NBA. I like Dragic to hit his value, be a nice play. My dud is going to be Devin Booker, who is having kind of a nice month. He's got five yeah. games of 30 or more points, uh, just points, not fantasy points. Uh, but when he has an off night, he really has an off night, uh, which like on Sunday when he scored only 29 against the aforementioned Chicago Bulls, which is ugly. Um, the Timberwolves, they've still got some defensive issues they're working through. Tom Thibodeau still trying to get through to this team, you can tell. But stopping shooting guards hasn't been one of their problems. Uh, Jimmy Butler is still a fantastic defensive force. You hope that starts to rub off maybe on Wiggins and Towns a little bit more. They're allowing the fewest fan ball points to shooting guards. Uh and that's thanks in large part to Jimmy Butler. That does it for studs and duds. Short week. Yep. Get in there while you can. Yep. Let's go on to 3v3. Oof. So, oof. I am steaming hot right now. Sizzling. Four-game win streak. I lost the initial uh, run of this contest. Three in a row against JK. Took down Dan last week, our guest. His tweet's out there. You can follow him at Dan Jefferson, or if you just want to go look in, he will be tweeting Memetto Kerr every day until he gets a response. And we took a look today. Memetto Kerr hadn't tweeted since February. You can be tweeting like him resp- for a while. He'll, I feel like he'll. Resp- no one's going to be pinging O'Kerr every day. I feel like he'll respond at some point. I, he, I, he wants to stop the notifications. He doesn't know how to turn off the notifications. <laughs> no chance. He wants to stop the notifications coming in. He's going to be like, this okay. Dan Jefferson, and why does he keep telling me about how good I was for the Pistons? Likes, yeah, he just likes it or says thanks or whatever. He'll do something like that, and it will stop. He'll know that. He'll understand that. Oh, it's going to be hard to top our Kyrie shirt, but I think we've got something yep. pretty good for this bet. So Thanksgiving this Thursday. Mm-hmm. So we have lined up for next week a life-size turkey costume. Oh, yeah. It is ugly. It is terrible. We don't really know what size it is. It comes in a size called standard. It'll be too big or too small. It says flea, so it could be relatively hot. It's going <laughs> to look... Even though it's really, relatively chilly in this room. It's going to look really fucking stupid. That's yep. that's a certainty, so... No doubt. You'll want to tune in to see that. Yep. Here's what I'm going with to try and stay out of the turkey suit. Oof. Gobble, gobble. At guard. Five in a row. <laughs> I've got Mario Chalmers at guard at Memphis. He's moved into the starting lineup with uh, with Mike Conley out. Only 3,200 right now. Hasn't put up huge numbers. He's averaging right around 20 right now in the few games since he's moved into the starting lineup. He gets Dallas allowing the 12th most fan ball points. Denver allowing the third most. I'm hoping for a big game, big game there. And then as JK already alluded to, great numbers. Last five, Brooklyn is getting killed by point guards. Mm-hmm. Can't believe their defense has gotten worse with D'Angelo Russell out, but it has happened. And their pace is unbelievable, like Mario Trump was there at that price. Forward, I'm paying up for Anthony Davis. He's coming off the concussion. He's been conclu- he's been cleared. He's going to play tonight. Mm-hmm. We get him against San Antonio, who has been above average. Phoenix, who's been somewhere kind of in the middle of the road. And then Golden State, who he has killed the last couple of years. Golden State's given him the third most fan ball points to power forwards. He scored 35 and 15 earlier this season against them. My thinking here is JK is JK has played the game on me here. This is how we do it. Yep. Chicago is playing four games this week. Mm-hmm. Only team getting four games in there. And he's 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 gonna hit me with a couple of these. So my thinking is I, I need a stud who's just gonna go off for some points and help to negate that. To round out my lineup, I go at center. Robin Lopez for the Bulls. I had to get in one player in that four game uh four game slate. He gets the Lakers, who are allowing the seventh most fan ball points to centers. Plays his brother. I like him to uh, to be both of those guys to be a little more amped up. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to. You don't want your oh, sibling yeah. to get no. the better of you. That's usually a fun matchup to watch too. Wednesday against the Jazz. Jazz are top three against centers, but without Rudy Gobert, 
They've already been sort of sliding back to the mean. I like that to continue. He gets Golden State, giving up the eighth most points to centers. Uh, I do worry a little bit about Chicago going to a small ball lineup there, but frankly, I don't think Fred Hoiberg is smart enough to do that. Uh, Lopez hasn't played fewer than 25 minutes in a game. Not going to worry too much. Rounds out the week against Miami. It's a tough matchup against Hassan Whiteside, but to start the month, he scored 22 points against the Heat in route to scoring 34 fan ball points. I'm getting in on the four-game action. J.K., right. what, what do you got for us? All right, so my guard, like Aaron said, I'm going Chris Dunn of Chicago Bulls. Coming off that hand injury, he's seen his minutes increase now. He was only averaging 22 in October. He's averaging 26 in November. His last game, he went for 17 points, six rebounds, six to six. He's six assists. He's hot. I'm going with Chris Dunn, four-game slate. I've got to get all the points I can get. My forward is going to be my guy who I touted since the beginning of the year, Laurie Markinen, a.k.a. the finisher. That's double N in the middle, folks. He's got, again, four games. Uh, Bulls are going Tuesday, Lakers, Wednesday, Jazz, Friday, Golden State, Sunday, Miami. He scored double digits in every game except for one and has taken 10 shots in all but three matchups. Love the finisher. Uh, my center, I'm going big, too. At the center, I'm going Cat, Carl Anthony Towns. He plays three times this week, Wednesday versus Orlando, Friday versus Miami, Sunday versus Phoenix. He's third amongst all centers in scoring and fan ball. And Orlando and Phoenix are in the bottom half of the league defending opposing bigs. Miami's okay. Whiteside's pretty good. But before his recent uh, letdown game against Sunday against Drummond and the Pistons, he had five double-doubles. He had five double-doubles in a row. So that's pretty good. I'm going to ride with Cat to end this ends Aaron hot streak. That's my team. Good luck, JK. All right, we've got one new segment here. Thanks to uh, another listener, Terry F. Might stand for Terry Folds, might not. I don't know. Shouts Dan Harmon. Uh, we've got the Goof Squad here. This is our five players, the goofiest dudes in the league. <laughs> here we go. Starting five. We're going small ball, by the way. We've looked at the analytics. Yes. We see the future of the NBA. So the NBA is going. Yep. Even small our ball. Goof Squad. Yep. Small ball. Rajon Rondo at the point guard. Mm-hmm. Loves Connect Four. That's fucking weird. It's a stupid game. Nobody yes. likes Connect Four. <laughs> no strategy whatsoever. <laughs> There's countless draws in that game. Countless. It's just a bullshit. So, yeah. The only time people lose that game is when you stop paying attention. Yeah. It's like one yeah. step above tic-tac-toe. Uh, I would agree with one that. Step. Yeah, that's a good analogy. It's yes. tic-tac-toe for people who think they're intellectuals. No, yeah, you're just no. an asshole. Yeah. Uh, he's an avid cornhole player, which I respect, but reportedly he's like put like a full lighting system in his backyard so that he can continue to play at night. Like he's entered some tournaments. Again, I respect it. Still weird. Hardo. He does. He does too hardo. Cornhole is just get it and go. He does a weird little ritual before every like after every tip that's won, he like spins the ball back or does something with his arms. Weird dude. Your boy, J.R. Smith. I'll let you take this one, Jake. Uh, quote. He's. Obviously, he's known on Twitter for trying to get the pipe. I mean, that's just Actually, infamous. Respect that one. That's just yeah, a solid respectable. Line. Uh, <laughs> Dabs during a play leads to Tony Snell dunk. Later says that was his alter ego. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the worst. Uh, that was one of the worst slash best excuses. At least he's honest, though. I love JR. At least he's honest. Yeah, he's JR. fun. At small forward, Matt Barnes, possibly the biggest hardo in the NBA. Might be remembered best for trying to get Kobe Bryant to flinch and failing miserably, giving Kobe arguably yeah. one of his top ten moments in his yep. career. That's a, I got to give it to Kobe. The fact that he didn't flinch there was, that pretty, was impressive, pretty sweet, very impressive. He wants to kill Derek Fisher, or vice versa. I, I, I can't remember one I think of it's, one I of think them. It's, you're right. He wants to kill Derek Fisher. Yeah. There was some somebody slept with somebody's ex-wife. I think Fisher slept with Barnes's ex-wife. Maybe married. I don't know. 
and he looks like he should be in the Sons of Anarchy, legitimately. Yes. Oh, Matt absolutely. Matt Barnes scares me a little bit. Without, oh, I would yeah. not step to Matt Barnes. No. And that no, would fuck no, you no, up. No, one second. Who's holding down power forward for us, JK? Uh, Michael Beasley, now mm. currently the Knicks, was out of the league for a bit, back with the Knicks. Uh, he believe, Beasley believes that only someone who achieved 11% brain function could tell everyone else that 10% was the ceiling. <laughs> Do that math, folks. Shouts to Taylor Rooks for getting that interview with him. That was oh, fantastic, fantastic work. And uh, at center, we're staying staying small, going with Dennis Rodman. Yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of a gimme. The GOAT. If you don't know why, then you yeah. don't follow the NBA. Google him. Uh, tonight, Little Pistons Cavs. That's right. Pistons Cavs in Detroit. Little Caesars Arena. Probably the biggest crowd they will have seen to this point this for basketball. Be- or hockey. This might be the first true sellout for Little Season Arena for a sporting event. Really? I, oh, I believe it. They have not they have not sold that thing out, not truly packed it in. Uh, LeBron, Wade, and JR were there a couple days ago with Big Sean at the Jay-Z concert. So that could be, you know, play a factor. You know, they're ju- juiced up, been in the arena. I don't... I don't have high expectations going into this. We're coming off... Pistons played Sunday, Sunday this night. This is a back-to-back Cavs have been in Detroit for, I think, two days. It's yeah. a day and a half. Just chilling. I think they got out there Saturday night. But I do think this means this game means more to Detroit. I mean, the Cavs yeah. are they're they're kind of already waiting for for June basically. I mean, maybe maybe a challenge from the Celtics. This I think year, they a might catch earlier, the, but they might because that was a dogfight they put up on Sunday to beat the Minnesota. It Detroit. was, but I, Detroit gets up for the big games. That's the one thing I'll yeah. say is they like the measuring sticks. They're five and three against Cleveland in the regular season the last two years. They beat Golden State this year already at Golden State during the seventy three and nine year. Detroit got a win at Golden State. They they play up to some of their bigger opponents. They play down to some of their worse opponents. I if honestly, if I was going to bet this, I would take Detroit because I just because I think it means more. And yeah. In, in a series, we've seen Cleveland swept Detroit out of the playoffs the last two times, 2008, 2015. Mm-hmm. They're clearly the better team, but without Isaiah Thomas, a team who whose effort has waned at times this year. Yeah. Give me my boys, the Detroit Pistons, when it doesn't. LeBron's really matter. got. LeBron's got two triple doubles in each of his last two games against the Pistons. He does. You do want LeBron in your lineup yeah. tonight. He's got five over his career. He has five triple doubles against the Pistons. He's only Oscar Robertson and Will Chamberlain have more. That's a great stat. He's brought me a lot of sadness in the last decade. Uh, Drummond is looking to extend his streak of seven straight games with fifteen or more rebounds. He's been trying to make his it ass eight. off. Yeah, I took him. I have him in tonight in the lineup too. So. All right. All right, so I think we got we got one more thing. J.K. Surprise. has brought us back some surprise gifts from surprise Belize. We gifts haven't from seen Belize. this, so he's... I haven't shown the guys yet. I'm going to start with Al because oh, this man. when I saw this, this took two <laughs> seconds. I knew this was meant for you. It's just bang. So done. these are obviously T-shirts from uh, Belize Airport uh, T-shirt shop, obviously. So Al, everyone knows Al is or his nickname is Salty Al. It's his nickname. Yeah. So this T-shirt is the Old Salty Bastards Tavern. <laughs> The drinking will continue until morale improves. <laughs> Belize since 1981. It's a great place. A sunny place for shady people is the word it goes. This is oh Alex God, who, who told us he wouldn't have a pre-show uh, drink with us because if he has one beer, he'll have seven. Alex, that's alcoholism. We love you. We're looking out for you. Old, <laughs> Thank you so much. Old Salty, old salty Bastard. If that isn't Al, then I don't know what it is. Oh, boy. So what? this one is Aaron's. Is from, we all know Aaron's from Detroit, and he's, if you don't know something about Aaron, he's an outdoorsman. Aaron's an outdoorsman. He loves to fish. <laughs> Look at this beard. Uh, fresh, freshwater fishing's his thing. <laughs> Because Detroit, Lake Michigan, obviously. So I was, I did a little fishing in Belize, and there was this great, great bait shop. It's called Captain Jack Hoff Master Bait Tackle Shop and Reel Repair. 
<laughs> Let the professional staff at Jax get you lubed up and masturbated today <laughs> because you just can't beat a dead squid. It's all done by hand, too. All done by hand. So Captain Jackoff, masturbator, tackle shop, and real repair. Great store. Great store. Boy, I, I can't wait to get home and put this shirt to use. I mean, uh, just to, to wear it and... Captain Jackoff is a good dude. <laughs> Do all kinds of baiting and uh, wait. Show that to the Periscope people. Oh, Flip boy. that around. Yeah. yeah, look at that. You're not going to be able to quite read it, but believe me, there's. We'll tweet it out. We'll tweet it on our we'll, account. Yes, we'll get a nice yes. picture. Yeah. I'm a certified a certified masturbator. I mean, that's... <laughs> everybody knows that. If you know me well, you know that I I've, I've spent a lot of time and dedication to become a true master at my craft. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you can watch us live every Monday at six on Periscope. The Podscope or Podscope. The podcast will be available every Tuesday by eleven a.m. Eastern in the Fanball NBA content section. Stop by and enter a contest while you're there. Follow us at Fanball underscore WATV. Follow him at JK underscore the Vaughn. Me at Aaron J Whitlock. Thank you so much. We'll catch you next week. Hopefully, me not in a turkey costume. Good night, Cleveland. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.